Welcome to Woman in Progress, the podcast for smart, successful, high-achieving women who are ready to choose themselves, stop following the shoulds, and have the audacity to create the perfectly imperfect lives they crave. I'm your host, Samantha Ushado, corporate leader by day, health mindset coach, and group fitness instructor by nights and weekends. I created this space for the seekers, the messy action takers, the women who are courageous enough to lean into discomfort in the name of growth and are willing to live life on purpose. So if you're ready to work on yourself for yourself, be an example of what's possible and meet other incredible women on the same journey, you're in the right place. Consider this your official invitation. Let's get to work. Hello, my beautiful friends. Happy Woman in Progress Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to this episode. I'm really excited about today's podcast, so I'm just going to jump right in. Today, we're talking about circumstances versus thoughts. Now, when I work with clients, they come to me because they have a challenge or an issue they're facing or a goal they want to accomplish. Most have an area of their life that they feel isn't quite up to snuff or where they'd like it to be, and they want accountability and someone to help them fast track and 10x their results. So, Whether the client is not seeing the results they want or whether they're suffering in some way, there's a problem. But typically the problem they're coming to me with is not the problem at all. It's actually what the client is making it mean. Now the delineation here I'm making is subtle, but it's the difference between circumstances and thoughts, which is actually the first thing we cover and what I'll often reinforce when I work with them one-on-one. So let's talk about circumstances versus thoughts, which You'll also hear me refer to as the facts and the stories we make up. Now, the reason I want to start here is because it is so foundational to everything else that I'm going to teach you here um, and any other social media platform that you may follow me on. Any of the work that I do with my clients and quite frankly, on my own brain begins right here. We have to understand this and not just intellectually, but to our bones. The concept itself really sounds simple, but as we dive into some of the application, you will notice how it becomes complicated because of a very complex organ known as the brain and how it interprets the world. Now, we know that the brain has many jobs, and one of them is to control our thoughts. So everything is happening exactly as it should, but what I want to tell you is that you actually have a lot more power than you think you do to direct your thoughts in the direction that you want. And so today and over the next few episodes, I want to share and sort of deconstruct a process of thought inquiry that can absolutely transform your life. And my ultimate goal by the end of this series of episodes is that you'll get a taste of what it's like to direct your brain and gain some authority of how you think, feel, and act versus just living by default and letting your brain direct you. And of course, if you want to dive deeper and really apply these tools to your life, this is what I do in my one-on-one coaching practice. And I'd love to work with you to help you take that awareness and direct it intentionally so that you can 10x your results. So here's how I define a circumstance. Circumstances are factual. They're neutral. They are without opinion, judgment, or drama. Now, there's always drama to every story because we're human and it happens, so have grace with yourself, my friends. And circumstances are also where everyone would agree. So if we were to look up at the sky on a beautiful day, everyone would agree that the sky is blue, right? If you have someone saying the sky is red you're probably going to be a little bit confused, right? So circumstances are just fact. There are not a lot of opinions. There's not a lot of drama. They're really simple and everyone can agree. So for example, the weather, the exact words someone says, traffic, other people's behavior, your boss, partners, kids, the dishes sitting in the sink, 
the amount of money in your bank, and your weight, the number that appears on the scale. Those are all circumstances. Circumstances are all around us. And then what happens is our brains add meaning. They add judgment and opinions that impact how we feel. The meaning we give to circumstances are our thoughts. Now, again, this is an important distinction. Thoughts are subjective and are based on personal interpretation versus circumstances, which are objective and based on factual data. And now a really good way to gut check on whether or not your thinking is a circumstances and whether you're stating a fact or making an observation is to ask yourself, can this be proven in a court of law? I always love to give this one to my clients. And if it can't be proven in a court of law, then it is not a circumstance. It is a thought. And it's key to understand this because thoughts are optional. You get to choose your thoughts. And that's why circumstances happen. And some people have thoughts about them and other people have totally different thoughts. How is that possible when the circumstance stays the same? Because we are all different and our experience of ourselves, others, and the way the world works are filtered through our lived experiences, inferences, and deductions, or by just accepting what others tell us to be true. And if that weren't the case, if your thinking wasn't optional, then we would all have the same thoughts and the same opinions about any circumstance that happens, which is obviously not the case. We can take an example as charged as mask mandates or as benign as peanut butter. And both of those circumstances are neutral until I have a thought about them. Case in point, I think peanut butter is nasty for the record. And anyone allergic to peanuts is probably also not its biggest fan, right? Do you see what I mean? And so here's why that's important. Your thoughts are the reason for your feelings every single time. Any emotion you're having is because of the thinking and meaning you're adding to the circumstances. Now we are meaning making machines. So please don't judge yourself. Everything is exactly as it should be. But I I can feel some of you wanting to disagree with me. I can feel your mind saying, no, I feel frustrated because I'm stuck in traffic because that person said something mean to me because this didn't go my way. But again, the traffic is just a circumstance. The other person just said words to you. And it's only the thoughts you're having about the traffic and the person that are making you feel frustrated. Now I'll give you another example. If the thermometer is reading 24 degrees and I'm in Toronto in April, I might think it's so nice out and be excited to go outside and enjoy the warm weather. But if I'm in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico in April, then I'm going to think it's cold, (laughs) put on a sweater and be worried I won't be able to get out and enjoy time on the beach. This may or may not have happened when I was in Mexico last week. (laughs) My mom was like, are you serious? You're in Mexico. Calm down. Anyhow. The circumstances are the same. The temperature is 24 degrees in both scenarios, but it's my thoughts about the temperature and the judgments I make on whether that's good or bad and how that drives me to either feel happy about the weather or sad, disappointed, and worried about the weather. And it's not the weather itself. Even if everyone I know agrees that 24 degrees in Toronto is warm and perfect patio weather, It doesn't change the fact that those are just thoughts and those thoughts are the reason for what we feel about the weather. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have the thoughts that you do. Many of these thoughts are helpful and even the ones that cause you to feel negatively is really just your brain trying to protect you and keep you safe. Really what I'm trying to get at is what is important here is that you start to notice the difference between circumstances and thoughts. 
It is that noticing that really gives you authority and gives you the ability to decide, is this how I want to think? And then decide on purpose. Now, here's the other thing that I notice quite a bit is thoughts sometimes show up in the form of questions. So I want you to pay attention when you notice yourself having questioning thoughts, because Your brain doesn't really care what it thinks about, right? It just wants to be efficient. So when a question pops up, your brain will just start to answer that question and it won't pay attention to whether or not the answer is useful, helpful, or giving you the kind of feeling that you want to have. So my guidance is that you have to answer any questioning thoughts. I'm going to give you another example. This one's for my single people. So maybe you have the thought, why am I still single? I want you to stop and answer it. So if you find answers like, I'm not good enough, I'm broken, no one ever wants or chooses me, all the good men or women are taken, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, then I want you to consider, are those thoughts useful and do they fill me with the motivation and excitement to put myself out there and start meeting people and dating? Or does it cause me to feel pessimistic, bitter, and filled with dread, which will inevitably cause you to show up differently around single and available people or people who may know someone who is ready and interested in dating. Now, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, uh, more on that in an upcoming episode, but all that to say, if you notice a question popping up in your thoughts, make sure to answer the question to bring awareness to how it makes you feel and then notice whether or not you want to keep thinking that way. Now, new research from a team of psychologists out of Queen's University, go Gales, suggests that the average person will typically have more than 6,000 thoughts in a single day. And the reality is for many people, most of those thoughts are unintentional, automatic, repetitive, and negative. And this is important to know if you're struggling to create a result in your life. You may not be aware that the thoughts you're thinking are quite literally the things that are standing in the way of your results. And the reason this is good news, because it is good news, is because there is a simple solve for this. Simply shine a light on your brain and take a look at what you're thinking so that you can decide if it's serving you and your goals. When you understand how your brain makes meaning from the circumstances of your life, you can start to take authority over it as opposed to letting it continue to run on autopilot. Now I can hear some of you thinking, Okay, I'm with you, Sam, but all of those thoughts sound logical and they make sense. Why would I just want to kid myself and pretend to believe something different? And didn't you say toxic positivity is not useful and we should honor what we're feeling even if it's not 100% positive? Yes, yes, I did. And you raise a great point. However, stay with me because we are going to deep dive into this more next week. What I want you to see in this episode is the difference between circumstances and thoughts and that it is your thinking that is driving your feelings and actions and not the circumstances of your life. So here's your assignment for this week. Practice separating circumstances from thoughts. Write it out. When something happens, work to separate the facts from the stories you're telling yourself. And be on to yourself. When something happens, what are you making it mean? About you, about other people, about the way life works? Now this process alone will change your life. And we're going to add to it next week when we talk about feelings and how our thoughts create our feelings. But for now, just notice how your brain is a meaning-making machine and loves to tell stories. But do it with curiosity and fascination, because I can tell you that if you've never shone a light into your mind before, you may be very surprised by the negativity going on in your mind when we become aware of our thinking. Now, again, this is totally normal, and that's why I'm breaking down this process of self-coaching so that you can move from noticing and awareness to intentionally choosing the story you want to tell that moves you closer to the person you want to be and the goals you want to accomplish. 
I can't wait to continue this conversation next week. So be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss our discussion about feelings and actions and how what we feel and how we act or don't act in a given situation is driven by our thoughts. In the meantime, get to noticing and hit me up on Instagram and let me know what came up for you. Talk to you next week. Thank you so much for hitting play on another episode of the Woman in Progress podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? Don't worry, the conversation doesn't stop here. Follow me at Samantha Ushado on Instagram and be sure to let me know what part of the episode resonated with you most. I'd love hearing from you. And if you like the show, please share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Until next time, here's to being a woman in progress.